Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Each episode, we discuss a different photography subject. With my co-host Terry, we just try to make sense of some of the things we love about photography and some of the things that we don't love as much. Come join us. Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Um, Terry and I, today, we're going to be talking about does a better camera make you a better photographer, Terry? No, it doesn't. No, that's a, that's a very positive, that's a very big no. Yeah, it is. Yeah, no, I, I don't think it does make you a better photographer. I think it gives you tools to enhance your photography, but it doesn't necessarily make you a good photographer, like a better photographer, sorry. Oh, but, I think yeah. it, it, but, you know, someone sees you with your camera and go, oh, you take great pictures because you look at the great camera you got. Yeah, if I don't know how to use that camera, though, it's not going to take very good pictures, is it? <laughs> well, it's it's suddenly, you know, if you buy a really good laptop, yeah, will you be able to write a really good novel on that laptop? No, goodness, no. How about if you buy a really good stove, oven, yeah. cook amazing cakes? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, not necessarily. <laughs> no, so it's the same as like if, if I gave you a really top-of-the-range sewing machine, could you whip up a wedding dress? No. Goodness, no. But surely, like, if you had a really good sewing machine, you'd be able to make anything. Oh, no. No, really? I don't have the knowledge to do that. No. <laughs> yeah, but so if, I, so if I gave you a really good camera, you'd be yeah. heaps better photographer. No. No. You don't think so? No, I'd probably be a worse photographer for a little while because I'd be trying to figure out how to use it. So I think this is something that all photographers, particularly starting out, struggle yeah. with because um, they see, maybe they see a photographer and, taking these amazing photos and they think, oh, yeah, look, he's got the latest X, Y, Z, you know, mm. from yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And look at the amazing pieces. Mm. And I think the thing, the point that I miss is, is that that person probably been shooting for 10 years. Yeah, yeah. Honing their skills, getting their technique. Yeah. And, and that camera knowing it inside out. Yeah, yeah. I think definitely um, some people don't shoot on auto. So <laughs> I think that's where it comes unhinged. Yeah. Um, a lot of professional photographers shoot manually. So they're the ones making all the decisions that yep. go with exposure and go with the light and composition. Your camera can't decide that. Yep. Um, well, haven't, haven't, yeah. Isn't there an app for that? Uh, <laughs> there is actually. <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> that's that's yeah. not good. No, that's so yeah. I, thought, I think the perception is if you've got a really good camera with really good lenses on it, yeah. your, your photos are going to look amazing. But like you're saying, if you can't compose the picture, yeah, your pictures are going to suck. Yeah, a really good example is people take have tried to take my camera when I've been working. They're like, "Oh, let me take a photo of you and the bride and groom or whatever." And yep. For giggles, they say, "Yeah, all right." They don't know what they're doing. They don't take a good photo. <laughs> they can't work out how to get the focus they to work. They can't figure out how to focus. <laughs> the exposure's off. The whole lot. Yeah, it's a mess. Cropped heads. Yeah. Yeah, the whole lot. It's crazy. Yeah, but surely, surely it's easy taking photos. Like, camera just does all the work, doesn't it? Oh, not really. Not really. <laughs> I think. Look, um, people, people, like I said, do um, think that they need to um, get a better camera. Yeah. I think the, the rule of thumb really is is if you start shooting, you know, and you need to learn everything about your camera, mm-hmm. every setting, mm-hmm. play with it, work mm-hmm. out what it can do. Yes. You'll get to the point where you'll know what's the highest ISO I can push yeah. before the picture becomes unusable. Absolutely. And then what you do is as you develop your craft and your yeah. skill, 
um, you will get to a point where the camera is holding you back. Yeah. And that yeah. and that's the trigger point really when you want to say, okay, I, I need to get a better camera because yeah. this camera now. There's limitations. It, it's, yeah. Well, it's in, it's in limiting your your creative process. Like you're not yeah. you're not be able to capture that. And there's there was a really good YouTube clip where basically they gave a amateur a top of the line professional camera. They gave a professional the bottom entry level DSR with the worst kit lens they could find (laughs) (laughs) and then gave them the same set of briefs and said go off and shoot this and then we'll compare the images so can you guess who might have produced the better images oh it was definitely the pro (laughs) (laughs) so it's kind of tell that the camera the camera the camera you know professional photo like a great photo the camera only really plays a small amount yeah absolutely in, in the actual end result because it's it's a lot to do with that the composition yeah but even the angle like yeah. you know on some some um areas of photography angles are so important yeah and, and it will yeah. change the image yeah and there's so many decisions that go along with creating a picture as well as you jump the field there's your iso to control the grain there's you know the amount of light they're going to let in with your with either your ISO or your shutter speed. It's it's what's going to be in focus yep. according to shutter speed or your aperture. Yeah, there's so many decisions that go into making a good image that it can't it, be just camera. Exactly. Look, I, I I teach some photography, and one of the first things I do when someone brings in, you know, they bought the new shiny DSLR camera, and they want to learn how to use it. So the first thing, because they've been shooting in auto, auto. So the first thing I do is you can need to need to start understanding. So I so said there's two other, there's a couple other modes on there, time value mode or you know, aperture mode. And I say to people, okay, you need to start using this mode and start yes. understanding how it affects the image. Absolutely. Right? And then as you get more knowledge, then we got to go to the M mode. Yeah, yeah, and that's a really good point. Like I would actually use aperture priority and shutter priority in my early days of my career. Yep. Because to me it was it was a quick, like I could I yeah. could make those decisions a lot faster. Well, but now I'm completely manual. Yeah, and see what you can do in those modes, you can choose your ISOs. Absolutely. So you can say, look, I don't, you know. And these days with auto ISO, what I love about auto ISO and a lot of cameras now, you can actually put the high end, so it'll only go up to what mm. you're comfortable. Mm-hmm. So if you if you decide that you know sixteen hundred ISO is your absolute maximum that mm-hmm. you want to shoot at. A lot of the cameras you can set that so you let the ISO and some of the instances, I mean, I shoot in all the different modes. I'll shoot manual a lot mm. of the time because I'm, I'm controlling everything. Yes. Some modes I'm shooting, um, like so if I'm shooting sport, I'm really after the fastest shutter speed I can yeah, get. Yeah, so shutter priority. So I'm going shutter priority. Um, sometimes, I mean, the aperture will be what the aperture is yeah. depending on the lens that you got, so you, you limit on that. And sometimes the ISO then I'll have sometimes have the ISO on auto. Sometimes I've already I've locked the ISO yeah. down to something that I'm comfortable with because based on what I'm shooting. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of interesting that people still have this perception that a really good camera makes a really good photographer. And the reality is when people pick a camera up, it's, it's cameras these days are a quite complex piece of equipment. Mm, absolutely. And especially when you do venture into that kind of manual mode yes there is lots of things you have to think about yeah yeah and i think one of the good things about cameras these days is they're coming out with with um like there's things like the dynamic range yep that's where i think your camera can take a better picture yeah like you can get more out of your equipment if you know what you're using it for yeah um so you can get more 
um, information in your digital negatives, I guess you can say. And look, you're definitely right because the human eye, we've got fantastic dynamic range in the yes. human eye. Yes. And obviously the you know, cameras are limited by that. So, yeah. So one of the reasons that you would want a better camera is, like you said, if you were chasing that more dynamic range. And, yeah. And as sensor technology gets better, yeah. they're actually manufacturers are making the more, um, you know, the dynamic range is actually increased. Yeah. Yeah. Look at the dynamic range in the iPhone 10. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the look a lot of people um, look at the what's happening in that camera phone space. Yes. Right. Yeah. And um, they're a great tool to have. Yes. But the camera really is is limited. It does take some great shots, but yeah. But it's fairly limited, and especially in, in challenging conditions, sometimes like it won't give the results that people would hope to get from it. Yes, and I I, I think. That the iPhones are really good. It's a really good point you're just touching on because it can interfere with um, the expectations of someone. Yep. In that regard, um, I've been to weddings where people have taken photographs on their iPhones, and depending on what model it is, they may think that they're going to get good photos, or they actually may get really good photos. So it's yeah, it's, look, yeah, yeah. It's funny because I talked to on a podcast I just did recently, saying that you know a lot of people with their iPhone. Will take can take a, you know one or two good pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll just fluke a picture and it just looks great on the iPhone. But the trouble is that being consistent, difficult yeah. doing that. Yeah. But there is one area. So you think about we're saying you know does a better camera make you a better photographer? Mm-hmm. There is something that can help your photography, and that's what's in front of the camera, the glass. Yeah. So absolutely. De- so definitely, like that can help improve your quality of your images. Yeah. If you're shooting with a kit lens. Throw it in the bin. <laughs> throw it in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't throw it in the bin. I didn't say that. But no, that's it. that's completely true. Like people always ask me what sort of camera should I get to to start photographing with. And I said just just get a basic camera but just get a good lens. Whatever yep. you do, get a good prime lens. Yep. Get a 35mm, get something that's really close to what you would see things through your two eyes, which is... In my opinion, it's a 35. Yeah, and it used to be, I suppose, it used to be the 50 mil used to be considered the... The go-to, yeah. The go-to prime lens. That you, and a lot of cameras were sold back before zoom lenses. They came with a 50 mil lens. Yes, yeah, they the, did, they yeah. did. I love my 50. It's yeah, look, 50 is still a good, great um, size. Mm-hmm. You know, you can do a lot with it. But I think the thing about it is you can buy 50 mil lenses for whatever um, platform you're shooting on. You can buy the the, you know, the 1.8 which they're is, really we, affordable. They're really affordable. Yeah. You know, and they're a great little portrait lens as well. Yeah. If you want to start practicing doing portraits, very shallow depth of field stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Really good starter lens. Yeah. 50 mil. I think it's underestimated. People, we kind of, we, 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 we're automating everything. You get in your car, what do you do? Windows up and down, press the button. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you do. <laughs> you know, we stand here and we want to look further there, so we just zoom the lens out. Yeah. It's kind of making us lazy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, you know, back back back. You know, when I first started shooting, my first thirty-five mil body had a fifty mil lens. Yeah, right. And I used to, I did that, you know, did that lens to death, shooting everything I possibly can, because yeah. obviously there's some subjects you can't shoot. You try and right. shoot a sporting match or something with fifty mil lens. Yeah, yeah, you're not gonna get much. Yeah, I'm trying to think what I shot my first wedding on. It might have been a 50 mil, the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, and you could do you could do that. Like yeah. you could shoot a wedding with a 50 mil. Back then. Yeah, easy. Back, yeah. 20 years ago, easy. <laughs> <laughs> um my second lens was a 28 mil. 
because I like landscape. Yeah, 28's amazing. So I wanted more. I wanted to get more and, you know, capture more and, and, and that type of stuff. And then my next lens was a 135. Interesting. Yeah, right. Yeah. And that was that was my kit, so 28, 50, 135. And I bought a teleconverter to put on the 135 to give me a 270 zoom. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's got almost like a little portrait pack. Yeah, it is. Well, actually, yeah. the, the, interesting enough, the 135 was a great portrait lens. Yeah, it's a really lovely little lens. Yeah. So, so look, I'd, look, better better camera might make you no. a better photographer. No. Um, you know, the camera you got that you start with, um, learn it inside out. You yeah, know, absolutely. Agree. You know, and try and get, work out what the limitations of the camera are. Quite often when you first start out, you'll be the limiting factor, not the camera. Yeah. As yeah. your skill grows, the camera will start to hold you back in certain areas. Mm-hmm. But then it's actually really good to get start getting innovative because that's what people have always done in photography. You know, a good photographer doesn't let the camera hold them back. Yeah, that's true. So you'll use the camera in a, a different creative way. <laughs> yeah, that just, just makes me think that the focal light on one of my cameras is gone. So what I do, because I'm at the point where I'm about to upgrade, so I need to do a lot of research and to figure out which is going to be best. Yep. So in the interim, I'm using the torch on my iPhone to yep. assist my camera to focus in the yep. dark. And it's just, it's brilliant. It's yeah. really good. It's yeah. really accurate. Yeah. yeah. And, and look, and, and they're, they're the type of things that, you know, there's lots of hacks. Yes. Right? There's always a hack. <laughs> there's always a hack. Always a hack. Um, that you can do something and, and, you know, keep using the equipment. So that's interesting. So you're at that point where you're now looking at upgrading your mm, equipment. So, absolutely. So some of your key considerations would be? Uh, I need it to be able to shoot really well in low light. Yep. Um, and I need it to, to have a quite nice dynamic range for those reasons as yep. well. I just think that's going to help a little bit better. Yep. Um, noise factor, like the noise to be quite low, so the grain, yep. as you would say. Um, and it needs to have Wi-Fi. Yep. They're kind of all the... And they're, and they're kind and they're kind of not they're they're not things that you're wanting. They're things that are kind of going to be useful to your pro- um, productivity that you'd be able to yeah. you know work more efficiently. Basically. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. It's going to allow me to do my job just that touch more efficiently and more effectively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's what you know. Sometimes when they make a decision, you really have to make the decision based on what your needs are. Yep. I do see quite often with some of the groups, and I think people jump too quickly. Yeah. Into a new camera, they yeah. haven't they hadn't fully mastered their old camera, but they're already now got caught up in the hype, saying, "Oh, you need a new Mark Twenty Eight, you know, mm. because that's got you know it's got I don't know some some special feature. Yeah, yeah, it's the latest <laughs> that you'll never use. But you don't. <laughs> you absolutely don't. And it's interesting because there's a there's a number of features in the camera. My camera that I shoot currently has Wi-Fi. Yeah. I used it once to see how it worked. And for, for my style of shooting, it's not a priority. Yeah. Right? I can understand some of the environments that you shoot in, mm. having the ability to get photos off quickly because you need to get them to clients or whatever, yeah. at yeah. events and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, absolutely. For events, it would be incredible. That, work, that works for you, but not every photographer maybe needs that. Yeah, and I find it. I think it'd be a really good tool for me as well when I'm on creative shoots with a big team, so they yes. can see what I can see. I think that's important. Like sometimes, and that's where you see a lot of photographers now, um, like even like um, doing headshots and portraits and stuff. Yeah. We'll we'll stream it to an iPad. Yes. 
so the client can actually see what's being captured. Yes, yeah, it's it's kind of like the, the whole idea of shooting with a mirror in front of you as well, isn't it, when you're yeah. doing portraits, so I think it's really good. Yeah, so basically, um, and the, the other thing is I had a, had a, a photographer on here on the other podcast that week and they were saying the, the, the iPad saves their bacon so many times <laughs> because they've noticed that, oh, my God, my ISO, what have I done? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Little and oh, gosh, yeah. Because you don't <laughs> – that's something you don't pick up on the back of the camera. Yeah. You know, if you're been shooting somewhere low light five minutes before and you were pushing the ISO, but then yeah. you're back into decent light again and then you're still on. It could be the next day. You haven't changed could, your settings. Yeah, so You're yeah. just ready to shoot. I've done that many times. I've, I've been caught out with this. I don't know if you've ever been caught out, but I shoot um, a bit of astro like moon shots. Yeah, right. And one of my favourite setups for that is I'll basically use mirror lockup. Yep. Because I've got a 400mm lens, it's on a tripod, I'm self-timer, I'm trying to eliminate every bit of movement while that image is being captured because, you know, trying to get the moon pin sharp. Mm-hmm. So I would do that, finish the shoot, pack up, um, put the camera in the bag, next day off shooting somewhere else, pick the camera up, press the shutter down, go, what the hell is wrong with the camera? <laughs> <laughs> I did that as well recently. I had it on self-timer and I'm like... Why is my camera not why working? It, why is it taking this time to take this photo? What is going on? <laughs> yeah, it was the timer. I'd set it up the night before for something. Something, and that's right, and you forget to change it back. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of guilty of that. So getting back to our question, does a better camera make you a better photographer? No, no. does not. I think, look, some people, I, I think you'd be a brave photographer to say yes if you get a, if you go and buy the latest and greatest camera you're going to be an amazing photographer i don't think anyone's ever going to say that to you no who knows what they're talking about the sales guy in the camera shop might oh they love to say that <laughs> <laughs> and i think look you know um buying equipment's always fun and amazing to get a new piece of equipment but you always still love the old stuff don't you you always yeah. want to come <laughs> back and play with it yeah well I'm, I'm a hoarder like as you know we're sitting here and, and I'm was surrounded by glass cabinets full of cameras because mm-hmm. um, and a lot of those cameras in there are cameras that I've shot with. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, I've got a similar collection. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to part with them. You don't, do you? I've got my very first camera that I that I bought with my own money, and I just cannot part with it. Yeah, and there's a lot, part with it. and there's a lot of photographers that do that. I've, I've spoken to lots of photographers who who just keep when they upgrade, they just keep their yeah. old camera. Yeah. And occasionally they'll take it out and sh- go and shoot with them. I keep all the broken bits that come back with the me when it's been repaired. It's like I'll take that with oh, me. Are you one of those people that get your camera back in a plastic bag? I have once or twice. <laughs> yes. Well, it's a completely different subject, but I do remember once I bought this amazing watch. Cassio had this data bank watch and it was like yeah. when watches, you know, not digital watches hadn't been around, but you could have these buttons and you could store people's names in there <laughs> and... and um. All that. And I was so excited with the watch and I had all this stuff in there. It was so painful that you're pressing this button and it's like, you know, taking forever to type 10 characters. Anyway, when the battery went flat, I took it to a watchmaker and said, oh, look, it needs a battery. Yeah, yeah. And I went back and he said, I'll come back tomorrow and pick it up. I came back the night and he handed me a plastic bag with my watch in in a, in a thousand pieces. He said, I can't get back together. Oh, <gasps> no. <laughs> Hopefully that doesn't happen when I take my camera in to get fixed next time. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that, that wasn't good. Anyway, oh. we're digre- digressing a little bit away from um, our question today, which is does a you know better camera make you a better photographer? So I think we've kind of really definitely done, this, that, yeah. done this one that, that, you know, better better camera won't make you. I mean, you know, think about this. I'm going to buy you the best 
camel hair paintbrushes and the best oil-based paints and I'm going to buy the best canvas for you I'm going to get you to paint an amazing painting for me. Oh, gosh, I can't paint. Oh, really? But surely if you've given all those, if you've got all those items. No, I can't paint. paint. (laughs) Just ask my art teachers from university. That's why they they invented cameras. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much did major in in painting. (laughs) Anyway, look, Terry, it's been great chatting about, you know, um, does a camera make you a better photographer? And, And I think, like I said, we've put this one to bed. I yeah, don't, no. I think I think no. Yeah, I agree. So, it does not. So the advice is get out there and ring the camera you currently shoot and ring it to, to bits, like get every ounce of life out of it and then move on to your next camera. Definitely. All right. Hopefully you'll join us for another episode of Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. It's been great having a chat today, Terry, awesome. and we'll see you soon. Excellent. Thanks, Steve. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. If you enjoyed the show today, please leave a comment. Or if you have a suggestion for a subject for our next show, also leave that in the comment as well. Thanks for listening.